host, Erica Salda, the queen of teens. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour, Santa Barbara teen athlete. All those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. Woo! Good morning, Erica. Yes, yes. Well, we're a little off this morning, but that's okay. Everybody had to fix their clothes. Why? You think we're on TV? What? Instead of (laughs) coffee this morning, I have my lemon water and chia seeds. Oh, good. (laughs) <laughs> that's, a, that's a good Di- Dominique Hackett You always add Like these little Words of wisdoms in We have Dominique Hackett In the house Yes We have Lisa Black In the house Of course We have got our producer We wouldn't be here Anywhere without him And I know We just got text Texted it We're gonna have uh, Susan, Susan Westbury, Westbury. She'll, She's on her way She was in Montecito Lots of traffic This morning uh, but she's going to be Wait with us shortly. She started this morning yes. to get here from yeah. Montecito? Uh, no. Traffic she's, she's, is not that bad. Uh, no, she came up from L.A. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, from L.A. Well, yes. okay. lots of traffic. Okay. Lots I, of traffic. Uh, that's, that's love right there coming up from L.A. So how are you all this doing this morning, Miss Chia Seeds? It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun living with Dominique, Chia right? Seeds, yeah. yeah. So she's always got some buds in yeah, her ear. Yeah. So the, you know, the, 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 the woman, uh, I'm like, Dominique, Dominique, I'm waving, waving, waving. Cause she's, I mean, it's, she's got the wireless ones that I got her for Christmas, right? And I'm like, uh, and I'm, I always, I'm always in a panic. And I'm like, Dominique, she goes, excuse me, I, I'm listening to Congress. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. She's listening to Congress. The day before it was uh, the English Parliament about be- Brexit. Yeah, okay. Well, you were listening to the English Parliament, not yes. the U.S. No. Because there's not yes. much to listen to there. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, it's been kind of interesting in the U.S. right now, if you if you want to uh, engage in the drama that's ongoing. Oh, okay. But the, the laugh English... laugh track behind it and see how that works. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. The English Parliament, I just got a kick out of there. Oh, are they the animated or what? Uh. They When they discuss things, you hear people in the background, you know, it, it's almost like you're at a melodrama because people are commenting, constantly commenting, and they are so complimentary when they speak to each other you know lord chancellor all the titles and everything and yeah they're quite baffled because they're handling a current parliamentary situation that they have never experienced before in their history where the people have voted on a referendum and their uh, prime minister has not yet acted upon it yeah I like the one scene there's one commercial that's been running about it uh, on Sky News which we watch out of the UK and you've got uh, they're talking about it blah 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 and all of a sudden they cut to this one guy in parliament and all of a sudden he takes a deep breath and says division (laughs) and I'm going are you okay buddy you're going to have an aneurysm if you don't call me (laughs) but I mean they're they're polite but boy when someone's talking and they don't like what they're saying oh my gosh it's it's very animated rumble 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 very animated but it's a very quick paced debate and you need to be quick on your feet, have your facts and figures, and be prepared to debate issues. So I, I find it fascinating. Um, but yeah, so I just decided to, instead of having coffee this morning, I decided to heat up a little bit of warm water. I added a little bit of lemon and honey, and I added some chia seeds. And the fun thing about the chia seeds is you have to allow them to absorb a little bit of moisture because that makes them digestible. And so it's really nice to add them to the tea water because then that sort of breaks them down and and they just slide down your throat. It's really easy to swallow. But it gives you, if you use one ounce of chia seeds, it gives you four grams of protein. 
Hmm. So that's that's pretty amazing for an early morning drink to get calcium, magnesium, um, phosphorus, vitamin Bs, and a little bit of protein and fiber. 11 grams of fiber. I tried it for about nice. a day. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get used to it. It's kind of ghoulish. So maybe around Halloween time, I'll try it again. I don't know. It's a little different. I tried it once and I thought, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> nah. yeah, just I, really have it I actually spit it it's out. It's a little slimy. Yeah, it was a little slimy. I mean, you have to get at us. I, I really did. I threw it. I tasted it. She gave yeah. it to me, and I spit it in the sink. I Most people know. do like a banana uh, milkshake like or something. something. Yeah, you have yeah. to try it. Yeah. It okay. is good when you blend it. You should try it. I want yeah. to try it. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You'll, actually, you will like it. Yeah. Somebody should tell you something before they throw it in your drink. Before <laughs> That would be the nice thing to do. You know, give you Surprise! Sport. Yeah, you know, not like that. I thought I was just drinking regular <laughs> lemon water. That was something... Uh, Floaty. <laughs> I know. The water's alive. Uh, last week to to jump on dump um D, uh, Mona sent us something. I want to further oh, that with fascinating. The, the politics. Because mm-hmm. um, we a, talked about voting last week. Yeah. And what I did um, sh- when she sent this over, so I jumped on it a little bit, started talking to our friends, as you know. I was really shocked at the amount of... I don't like to talk about politics. We're, we're talking about voter registration and voter participation. And I was really shocked at the amount of our friends, which we tried to stay away from politics, mm-hmm. that actually didn't participate at all this last election. And Dominique knows this. We voted for Trump, but for a lot of different reasons. And then, don't, then we dropped it. Mm-hmm. And wh- regardless of who votes mm-hmm. and how you vote, I don't really care. I don't mm-hmm. have a horse mm-hmm. in you know the mm-hmm. buggy. And when the last guy um, won, I I'm a type of person we support that our president. We support the president, mm-hmm. whoever he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. how that's how we roll. Team players. That's yeah. how we're team players. That's how it is. But focus on issues and discuss issues and and support the changes that you want done. Exactly. We don't push agendas. We want to be team players, like we said. But what I was really surprised at and on the last election I can't even tell you how many people that I just encouraged just to vote mm-hmm. I'm just to vote please just vote mm-hmm. because I just I really realized the amount of efforts especially if you're a woman mm-hmm. that the people have um, put I mean, forth I mean the history in order to get the yes, right to just vote. for us to That's get to enormous. vote We've so I really encourage a lot of people that right. Democrats mm-hmm. mostly really mm-hmm. just to go out and vote for Hillary mm-hmm. at least 25 30 people please just vote just vote for her mm-hmm. so that's what we did mm-hmm. but um, when I this last week when Mona sent this article and let Dominique go through the content of the article that she sent I just went back through and just through our friends and talking this last week I'm was really surprised at how many people just didn't vote mm-hmm. at all just didn't want to so participate this, this article is saying that from the 1960s that was kind of when the highest we had the highest voter participation in the US and from the 90, 1960s to now it's where did this information really, come from um, this is coming from the Center for Civic Participation and also from the ASU um and, and it's actually a pastor center for politics and public service. So it's using data that is uh, the the data source is the U.S. Census Bureau. So it's it's good data. It's not controversial and Mona data. Mona is the director of gift planning from Westmont College, a very very close friend of mine. Yes, and so I mean it, it says some things that 
we kind of we all know you know the voting rates of blacks Asian and Hispanic minorities are typically much lower than non-Hispanic white voters we, we've all kind of known that but uh, do you know who the the largest voting population is I was kind of surprised at that 65 years and o- older that's kind of interesting. Hmm. And the voter group, which has the lowest turnout of any group, is 18 to 24. And so we were discussing um, the wisdom of whether we need to lower the voting age. And it's kind of interesting that, I mean, we're really missing the voice of the 18 to 24-year-olds. To lower it to 16, I don't know that would help. Because if you're not getting 18 to 24, what makes you think you'll get 16 to 18? That's uh, when I well, saw the data. I, but that's see, exactly I look at it thinking. different. Because if we lower it to 16, then maybe we'll start talking about it at 12. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not saying mm-hmm. don't yeah, lower I'm just, it. I'm just, just saying, let's just talk about look it. Look at the statistics and say, okay, so well, what benefit would lowering it to 16 really accomplish? Well, maybe the schools will start talking about it at 12. Mm-hmm. That's you would I'm think saying. they would start talking about it in grade school, right. in civics class, mm-hmm. in those kinds of things, which is even earlier than 12. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, but I'm kind of curious. Yeah, good point. Because a number of millennials that I've talked to who didn't vote, they said that their lack of voting was a protest. And that was that where their way of saying, "Hey, I'm not going to participate in a system that really doesn't isn't accessible isn't to me." Isn't that funny though? It's a protest. Yeah, it's, the lack of voting is seen as it's a not, protest. It's not. It's not a. I mean, <laughs> think about it. You're, you're protesting, but that's not a way to protest. If you want to protest, vote. That's how you protest. Well, it, Mona vote, made fo- a good point. Get somebody that you want. Elect some a p- somebody. I would rather have you get somebody eighteen and nominate somebody that you like of your age that you believe in. Exactly, that you believe in, and get somebody eighteen on the ballot, eighteen to twenty-four, and show that. Because yeah. if you got all of your people together, mm-hmm. you probably win in an election. So, so we're just saying... That's you, how you protest. We're encouraging participation, however we want to participate. You know, uh, in sports, you know, they always talk about certain records. Oh, that record will never be broken because blah, blah, blah. And they talk about, for example, in voting, in elections, uh, that a right-end candidate will never win. Never happen. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know? Has it ever been tried? Exactly. No, it hasn't because everybody says, because it'll never work. And another thing, going to your point, Erica, that I point out to the complainers on, in this case, on either side, okay, of the two sides, you know, when the left complains, I say, don't you think that it's not their fault that things are the way they are, that actually it's your fault because you didn't get your people out to vote for your people who would go in and make the decisions you want to make. And to the right, the same argument. It's not their fault. It's yours because you didn't get your people out to vote for the people you wanted in office to make the decisions that you wanted. This is not on the other people. It's on you because you didn't get yourself and others of your like mind out to vote. So maybe after the break we can talk about there's another way of looking at this. Mm -hmm. And the approach is called if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. I mean, this is a democracy. So that means that a person's choice not to vote is their form of participation. So uh, maybe we can talk more after the break. Erica? Let's do it. Lots of great commercials out there for y'all. Erica Salda will be back with more after these messages.
We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Saldo, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every, every single Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, all right. Explain it to me why not so voting when if you're it a teen ain't or 18 and over and you can vote um, is a form of protest. Part- well, no, participation. Parti- oh, it is a, a form, form of, of participation. participation. Excuse me. So here's the comments of the... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I'm not saying that I'm in agreement, but this is what they're suggesting, is that, well, the facts are many non-voters are not sufficiently informed. So do you really want someone voting who hasn't taken the time to properly inform themselves? Um, and also, the low voter turnout may reflect that, hey, I'm happy with who is getting elected. They seem to be doing fine. So why should I bother having to vote, especially in California? I mean, it's a, it's a pretty much a Democratic state, and, you know, the Democratic leaders, they seem to be doing fine, so why do I need to come out and vote? They, you know? So that's a, that's a thought. And then um, the third thing is, is that since voting tends to increase with age, you see that all throughout the U.S. history. Mm-hmm. Voting tends to increase with age. Well, then perhaps this means that more experienced and informed citizens are having the time to participate in elections and political conversations, and therefore our society is being guided by older, wiser citizens. So there, that is a argument for if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And there's another part there. You're talking about lowering the voting rate, voting age. To your third point, I would say, well, then maybe we should actually raise the voting age. Because if these people aren't going to participate, and again, this is just a a dovetailing off of your third point, if they're not going to participate, well, then we're not going to let them participate until they reach an age. You've heard the age of accountability kind of thing? Same kind of thing. Until you reach that, uh, an age, I don't know what it would be, 24 26 at least 21 20 oh yeah where you've had enough experience all right and maybe that's part of the problem is the 18 to 24 haven't had enough experience yet they haven't seen enough heard enough and so forth to be able to make an informed decision maybe that's part of the reason in addition to the the whole protesting thing right i but i mean part of this just goes to to point to the fact that perhaps there's not enough dialogue at home at the dinner table where the parents are demonstrating leadership in their family of caring about at least local politics. And you talk dialogue. You're not talking about, you know, hurling your side against my side, no, no. my side against your. That's not dialogue. No, dialogue. And unfortunately, right now, that's yeah. n- we don't have dialogue going on, and we need it back. Yeah, Badly. so the, the diff- you can tell the difference between having a conversation and dialogue and sh- the difference between sharing various stories. With a dialogue about commenting uh, about an issue, you have data mm-hmm. and you can agree on the data or even disagree on the data but you're talking about data and then you're talking about what your opinion is of where that data is leading so that is that's a discussion of issues when you're really getting moved by a story you don't have any data points you just have a whole lot of emotion and you have a narrative that's already been crafted and that story supports a particular narrative so that's kind of the confusion that's happening right now we've lost that ability to go to the data points and speak with data speak to the issues yeah i think that's part of the problem too is that there's even a controversy over where the data comes from i mean you quoted some statistics voting statistics from what we would consider reputable reputable verifiable and valid uh data points right but 
is everybody going to agree that oh yeah those sources are good this is this is where the problem is this and is part of the internet age source information right. is is almost in this day and age of cynicism if you will you know and skepticism yeah. um I mean, that, whether it's politics problem, or, yeah. or medicine, the same thing's happening. Yeah. It's really difficult in order to find the information that you're trying to yeah. look for on the Internet. Yeah. Well, kids are going to have a lot to do and have a lot to say now with the legalization of marijuana. So it's going to affect them. It's going to affect them greatly because you're going to have situations now in school now that marijuana is legal. Um, you, it's going to affect education. Yeah, you got to see it big time. S- is it going to be okay for kids to be high in class? Yeah, that's going to be <laughs> that's oh, going to be. Right. You are absolutely right. Well, I'm just saying. I just I, I just well, conducted an interview with yeah. a gentleman who can, has. Uh, can teachers be high? Well, if the students can <laughs> well, be high, just, well, the teachers should saying, be high. I'm just asking. <laughs> I mean, right, now you have a problem here. You well, have I'm gonna you have know that. you have students and teachers that. high, yeah. and then you also have this whole issue of gun problems with guns in schools, and they want to have ch- uh, teachers armed in some instances, right? Right. Not when they're high. <laughs> right. Not I'm just asking. I mean, it, is it? It's a valid point. Yeah, You're absolutely is. right. <laughs> I interviewed I interviewed a gentleman uh, just recently who wrote a series of books uh, on addiction, and we got to talking about that. Now, now bear in mind, in the 1920s, we tried prohibition, and it didn't work. No. Okay, it did not work. So, to say no, you cannot, isn't a solution. Correct. The and and the other thing too that he pointed out between marijuana and alcohol. Oh, no. Between opioids, which was the main subject of the interview, and uh, alcohol, he said that opioids is an epidemic. Right. More people are dying from alcohol than opioids. So alcohol, and he he even used the word semantics, he says, is a pandemic. So why aren't we dealing with that one in addition to or in front of the opioid problem? Because it's getting worse as time goes on. And then you throw marijuana into the mix, which is now legal in a majority of states and, and so forth. And my God, what a... It's it's a real mess. It really is, and it's not getting any better. Mm. And education was the real focal point that he talked about. Educating people. Not saying don't. Right. Not saying it's Just bad. Just education. Just educating people. Right. You know, and, and he told me, he said, I thought liver disease, that kind of thing, would be the main alcohol problem with alcohol. He says, no, heart disease. Correct. You know. So, uh, these three elements are what are just destroying our society, but we refuse, because of the money issue, to do anything about it. Well, we can do something about it. We can do something about it every day Mm -hmm. by participating with the people that we love in our life, uh, whether it's our blood family or the family that we've adopted, having conversations. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Talk about it. Let's let's talk about a break. Let's do it. This is Erica Salda. We'll be back with more after these messages.
We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Let's do a little um, wrap up. We got some sports to talk about here. Sports? This is Teen Sports Radio, really? you know. Yeah, we got to do concept. some wrap up. What a concept. We had some great um, sport outings last mm-hmm. week here. I'm going to go first, D, okay? You got it. Oh, yes. Okay, we had two bish- We had a bishop battle. We had a Santa Barbara um, Don battle. We'll go bishop first. Bishop um, had a nice tie. They uh, battled, let's see, uh, Foothill Tech, and they came back after nine innings and tied up that. Um, that was a nice – We what they did is um, they ended up finishing up a nine-inning game, and um, that was nice. That's always nice to do a comeback and uh, uh-huh. finish yeah. it up in a tie. I love that. The what? Go Bishop! They didn't it's go a, extra innings? Yeah. Uh, they did do ex- extra innings, and but they, they still they, wound up in a tie. And they finished yes. in a tie. Uh, yay! Nine innings. I love that. And then uh, let's see. It's your sister. I love that. I love that. <laughs> well, hey, they late comebacks are nice though. And then Santa Barbara uh, went away in in the Arizona Pride Classic. And uh, oh. what I, is that? The Arizona Pride Classic. It's a it's a, a tournament in Arizona, and they call it the Arizona Pride Classic. And they played this game out of Oregon. Uh, with a team from Oregon, I should say, and it's called Class Clack Amas. And uh, we remember that uh, we had the coach out here, Steve Shook. Yes. I love that guy. Shout out to Steve. Hey, Steve. Woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's nothing more annoying when somebody spanks you after the third inning and you're down by 10. Uh-huh. And then like Ouch. you're like, oh, what you do is just, you know, you, you just pull your bill down, right? Like, <laughs> oh, God. And then you like just play with out. your beard, you know? <laughs> you know? Like, and you just rub it back and forth. And then all of a sudden you're looking around and you're like, Nick, get over here, <laughs> Nick Oakley, right? And you just kind of like look at him and you just look at him and you're going to go with those beggy eyes, right? Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden with the full boat, and all of a sudden, what, what does Nick do? He just crushes one dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. And he just he's like, you look up. And then um, in the seventh, you know, you, you, you get a couple more. And then uh, all of a sudden, it's 12-12. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. And then they tie it up. So they run out of time. But so what? So Steve says to everybody, and he's quoted in saying um, he was very proud of how they never gave up. So we like that's that. Important. When that's you're down important. by ten, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta like that. There was a game that I was in back in high school and I was at, and it was like in back east when you play your first game in March, it's mm-hmm. still slush on the ground. Okay? Yeah. And my coach, Miss Armet, she was brutal. And she didn't hear it. We didn't have any excuses. So after the first inning, I was the pitcher. Uh-huh. This was in 10th grade. After the first inning, we were down 10 nothing. okay? And the girls were big on my team, and we were... The first girl that goes in throws the glove. The second girl, we were dropping bad words, everything. And I'm the pitcher, so I'm the last one that walks in. And then Karen Scott was my soft... She was the uh, shortstop. She just annihilates all the bats. Boom! <laughs> she just knocks them all down. So I was the pitcher, so that doesn't make me the best batter. And I'm batting ninth. And bases were loaded. And 
the wind was torrential. You have to understand, it's March. It's Long Island. It, mm-hmm. The weather is brutal. Yeah. We just had like a winter storm, and we're starting softball, okay? <laughs> I mean, that's just how it is, okay? Something wrong with that. And it's slushy. <laughs> we all have jeans on, okay? And I just crushed one. My father is there, okay? And my batting average is not the best batting average, but we are all just filled with anger, okay? Mm. And it's the only, it's probably the furthest one I ever had. And the wind just, it was so far foul, but the wind just for whatever reason blew it fair and I had sneakers on when I was rounding third it's going to be the only home run that I would have ever hit in my life and I just rounded third and I wiped out because oh. I fell in the slush oh. okay so she calls me black and I'm crawling back okay <laughs> and I landed on third and then we we tied up the score because I'm batting you know yeah. ninth or whatever yeah. like that so at the end of the game it was like 25 to 10 Oh, yeah. So that oh. was like, like the best comeback oh. game we've ever ever played in the slush. Well, so and and when we were down ten nothing, it was just all errors. Yeah, because we're just not used to playing in the slush. Yeah. Well, you just know, it as just it's joke. it's really it's really not right to be playing softball in the slush. There's really something wrong with Major League Baseball when they start in March. Uh. I I still don't understand why, other than someone explained it to me. Well, they don't want to end up having the World Series going in to November. I says, well, then why don't you start the playoffs and stop having so many days off between mm. the series, uh, you know, and get it done, or get rid of the All Star Game? Mm. And I'm not don't mean that. I don't don't take offense there, but. It's like, wait a minute. It, I've never known Major League Baseball to start before April 1st. Mm. There's something wrong with that. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Yeah. That's what, they're, that's what they're doing. It's a complete different... Now, I'm curious. East when you Coast, slid out, hmm. when you slid out, I'm East guessing Coast in the sludge... In the sludge West Coast girl softball are two different softball You were games. soaking wet. Oh, we're just mud pits. And cold. It's like freezing. But it's just, it's different. It's a different, like, you guys, girls softball, you play it like baseball. Right. Girls softball, we play, like, we hit home runs. Right. It's like, we don't play like, you play girls softball out here for, it's like a small ball game. Right. You know, just we, get a man or woman on base. Right, a man on base, and you yeah. run them over and everything. Like, no, you hit the ball. <laughs> you want to get it out of the yeah, park. Yeah, okay. you hit. That's it's completely different. I mean, even the scores are so much different. It's just completely. Yeah. We hit the ball. I mean, yeah. we we yeah. pitch just as fast as you do. Just a different game. It's just. It's yeah. a, when I came out here, I batted first. When I batted back in New York, I was eight ninth. Mm-hmm. It was just different. Yeah. I was the best one. I was bad at. I let off. I was first. It was weird. Huh. It's completely different. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's so, just everything. Strange. Yeah. Got any more sports for us? Any more scores? Dominique. Or, Dominique. Well, um, I wasn't going to pull the scores. I was actually going to pull an issue, and I was wanted your comments about it. Yeah. Here we go. Do you think? I mean, we've interviewed a lot of kids uh, in their high school sports and stuff. Do you think right now there is a trend of kids not doing high school sports but doing club sports? Do I think there's an issue? It's all going to switch. Honestly, I would say in ten years from now. If not less, I honestly think that the whole structure of sports, I think the clubs will take over the high schools. So the 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 issue with that is what happens is the kids develop in their sport, but they don't necessarily get developed as an athlete. 
I mean, because my memory of when I was playing in high school, I mean, uh, yeah, we did drill team and I did track and stuff, but I had to do weightlifting. I had to, I had to do a lot of right, cross training, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering if the kids, when they get hooked into a club team, they're getting hooked into a sport, one sport at mm-hmm. an early age, mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily getting developed as an athlete, mm-hmm. but they're just getting developed for that one sport. And the problem with that is their body doesn't develop quite the right way, and they're going to end up with serious injuries at an earlier age. I mean, we know kids that already have had shoulder surgery. Cross, only I agree. Freshmen. The CrossFit, I believe, I mean, which is really dom- dominated by women. If I had a granddaughter right now, I would tell my sons to set uh, my grandchild, either male or female, in a CrossFit program. Because then they're doing all, you're working the whole body, more like rock climbing. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. And do it that way. Yeah. And then mind mapping, you know what I'm saying, just mind mapping the sport, like gaming. Yeah. Gaming the sport. Yeah. And then crossfitting. Gaming, understanding the the mental aspects of the game as well as doing the visualizations of being right. a Visual- fantastic exactly batter. visualization of the swing yeah and then crossfitting for the, the body for the body that's yeah. what I would do yeah so I mean it's really hard as a parent you you get going and you look at how expensive college is and stuff and you see that your child has some athletic ability and it's so easy to fall in that track of encouraging them to pick that one sport and go baby go go get that scholarship there's so much money in it though Dominique and I think that the schools are finding out the expense it takes for each school to maintain the sports program is very expensive so that each child is being expected right now to raise build, money raise to the participate money to participate so yeah. and then you have the B and C player i mean if they don't play the club so i think there's going to be a separation here real soon so this way the B and C player can maybe play in the school and then the club player will, will break away and play club and that would be great. Mm-hmm. So this way the, the BNC player can play at school, and that would be great. And then the club player can go off and play club. And that, Interesting. Would, be, that would be fun, and this way more kids can play. Because that's what it's supposed to be about, having fun. It is. Because to have an experience to play on a team is wonderful. Huge. It's wonderful, because that's why you have the boys club, and then they also have soccer. A, yeah, AYSO soccer. Your, yeah. And then you have the teams on the boys' club. So each child gets to experience to be on a team. I think that's the name of the game. Yeah. You played. I agree. We all played sports here. Because if you look at where we all fall as in, in jobs, and women especially. Um, oh, it's huge. The social skills you learn, the problem-solving skills. You have your own You have your own company. You're an entrepreneur, Lisa. You have your own business. <laughs> I mean, a lot of that had to do with Plum Sure being um, an getting athlete. Getting the confidence from being Getting an confidence, being an athlete. You start your own business. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you just didn't, you know, you have to have your own um, self-esteem yeah. to start your own business. You don't work for somebody. You have your own company. You as well. 
That's true. You know? Oh, Susan Westbury is here. Oh, drove all the way up for Los Angeles. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> I just wanted to talk a little bit. I just um, went on this Strong Villages tour. I went to Ecuador. Ooh. And we went with a group of kids from um, Calabasas um, High School. Whoa. I was a chaperone. That's scary, I know. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. But I thought this was a great trip because not only did they get to experience the country, they partnered up with Doctors Without Borders. So there was dentists there. There was uh, doctors, pediatricians. And the kids were teaching uh, skills like how to brush your teeth, how to floss your teeth to the little kids. They got to paint a school. So it really encouraged the kids to do humanitarian work. They got their credits for school. They got to see Ecuador, which was beautiful. Um, they got to go zip lining. They got to go do all the things they would do on spring break. But they also had to do um, so many hours a day inside of you know the clinic. Um, they raised the money to go. It's a nonprofit. Um, I don't think it was any more than fifteen hundred dollars for seven days. And that included all their activities, all their meals, the bus that picked them up. And I just think that we should try to maybe put something together. Now, if it's the college kids, it's a little more detail where they get to go and where how long the trip is. Right. But it was a great experience for for me, and I'm, I've traveled everywhere, and just the giving back to the community made you feel like you're a part of that that country. You and know, it, more and more families are doing vacations where it is a humanitarian vacation, where they're going to another country and they're participating in some sort of a community event. I think it's if, so beautiful. I think if we encourage the kids when they're young. Or they're, you know, they're in high school or they're in college. Because right now it's a requirement. They have to have so many community hours. I think it will become a pattern for their life, especially if they got enjoyment out of it. A lot of the kids were already pursuing careers in doctors, medical. When did you do this? Two weeks ago. Nice. That's why I disappeared. I was MIA. (laughs) (laughs) You did this with your kids, or no? I did it with um. Well, where the office that I rent is this that right next. I go, hey, what's going on? She goes, we're going to Ecuador. You want to come? I'm like, you sure? Why not? And she goes, you got to babysit or chaperone. I'm like, okay, let's think about this. (laughs) 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 But it was really great. I liked it a lot. I would do it again. So now I want to try to put together groups to go. Because I think it's a really great thing, especially for the kids out here. They're, they're you know, the exchange students yeah. are, that are here, and they need something to do in the summer. They're like, what are we going to do with them? Well, hey, we can go to Belize. We can go to India. We can go to Ecuador. There's all these different places that we can take them to. And they work with the churches. They work with This the is the woman that knows me? Yes. This lady knows you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe I'm interested. No, I'm just yeah, you are. Uh, let's take a little break. <laughs> Back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. 
I just said I'd love to go, but I can't stay in a tent. <laughs> you know our kids need to know, and how. So, Oh, sorry. I think part of the experience of kids and our us knowing what it's like to be in these other countries is being a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. There's no phone service. You're not going to have the luxuries at <gasps> home. No, there. No, I'm sorry. Oh, this was there hot water? There was hot water, but you need to How know that everybody doesn't have it as good as we do. Oh, I and they come home with a little bit more appreciation for what we have and how easy our life is compared to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to wash their clothes in a in a creek. Yes, they have to boil their water before they drink it. Yeah, you know, we just go and open up a, you know, a, a plastic bottle. bottle of water. No, there is none of that. Yep. So it was. I think it's. A humbling experience for sure. Whirlpool does not make a washing rock. They do not. <laughs> well, when you first walked in, I'm like, wow, you look good. You lost weight. She goes, no chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and no, uh, no potato chips. Priorities. priorities. <laughs> but the food was excellent. Ah. They really, very simple ingredients. Very, I'm mean, no preservatives, of course, but very good. People are very, um, grateful for everything and you don't speak the language but somehow between love and kindness everybody communicates with each other there's no oh i don't know you don't smile i don't speak that language no after a while you just take their hand and lead them away (laughs) 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 kind of how i got married (laughs) you're coming with me now (laughs) you don't have to do another person (laughs) you can have him (laughs) But, yeah, it was great. I think I would like to organize some trips for the kids. I think they would really enjoy it. So what were some of the comments of the kids, like, on their way home and stuff like they that? They slept. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, they, I mean, these kids were wore out. Between just helping, because you would be surprised, these kids that probably have never done a dish in their life were now doing dishes, and they weren't thinking about it. They had little kids around them that were, like, they were taking them everywhere. Aww. And then they were zip lining. They were going, walking through to um, waterfalls. They were doing, they were so, they, they are not, they were not still one minute. They was organized, organized, organized. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a chaperone. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's good because there was or they they were on a schedule. So these kids were asleep. I think these are seventeen, eighteen year old kids passed out by seven o'clock. Wow! I'm like are they dead? <laughs> <laughs> but they were because they were busy. They were busy. They were lifting. They were building. They were painting. They were brushing teeth. You know, they were zip lining. So it wasn't all all work but it was it was a great vacation i want to send my kids snacks nice <laughs> so you were gone for seven days seven or days seven yeah. days mm-hmm. excellent that's nice and how long is the airplane flight i don't know i took a xanax i mean i took a xanax and a big drink i don't know i, I will by the time i said my second drink and another xanax i was there be 12 17 hours i don't know i remember people like you're snoring please get up <laughs> but it was great beautiful whatever other country would you like to go to um, I've been to Belize so many times, so because I, that's in the Caribbean. So I would go to India. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I think India would be nice. They're going to go to Haiti too. Excellent. So excellent. Anywhere, excellent. you know, as long as it's not 
and it's safe there. They don't go anywhere where the kids will be in political danger. Yeah. There's no, yeah. it's all just people are struggling. Communities, building communities. It's building communities. That's why it's called Strong Villages. Yeah. So it takes a village to raise. Beautiful. I like it. I think we should all go. I'm not going to be a chaperone next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm up. <laughs> Someone else can chaperone me. <laughs> Lisa, have you been to other countries worldwide? Um, I, I traveled Europe right after high school. <laughs> it was a while ago. But, yeah, went to a lot of areas in, in Europe. Sp- I've been to other countries. A lot. <laughs> I've been to... A year round, so Spain. I mean, if you want to get into it, Spain and Paris, Greece, Italy, hmm. um, all over. Went for about two months a year round with my best friend. Wow! Yeah, a lucky. couple years after high school. So yeah, it was awesome. I think traveling is how it, you learn. Yeah, I couldn't do it now, like staying in youth hostels. But when you're, you know, nineteen, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, it was fun. <laughs> I actually now, stayed in a hostel in um, Cancun. I missed my flight. That's a long oh. story. <laughs> so I ended up staying in a hostel. I don't know why they dropped me there. But like, oh, she's a little drunk. Let's leave her here. <laughs> but it was amazing because I was alone. And it was like a lot of kids, a lot of people my age. And everybody was cooking. We went out for walks. We The beers were a dollar. But it was Mexico, so that's probably normal everywhere. <laughs> um, but... It was great. I mean, if I had to travel alone, I would stay in a hostel because you're forced to be a part of the group that's there because there's no TV. <laughs> or maybe my, just mine in Mexico, but you're forced to have. So I liked it. It was fun. I wouldn't want to do it for my serious trip, but like one night yeah. is good. But you would always find fun. Oh, yeah. That's it. It's never boring. It's never boring when it's with you. That's for sure. Let's take a little break. It's Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Saldo, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Well, of course, you drove all the way up from L.A., so I always like to give you the last little bit of a plug here. Susan Westbury, she owns her own business, does a little... well, I'll let everybody know what you do. I'll let you talk about it because you're very, very generous in what you're offering as a uh, co-host here on Teen Sports Radio. You have your own little credit card processing service and um, very blessed um, on Teen Sports Radio. So I'll let you um, explain what you're offering. Well, I'm a credit card processor. Um, my rates are lower than Bank of America, Wells Fargo, because we're a direct processor. But if you mention Teen Sports Radio, I will be donating 30% of the swipe fees to a charity of your choice. Not one we choose, one that you choose. Um, it's a way of giving back, building our community. Just mention Teen Sports Radio, and the, the money goes straight to the charity every month. You don't have to worry about where's the money. It goes straight there. I think we should build strong communities abroad and at home. That's beautiful. Well said. 
So all we got to do is uh, you want to give a how we get a hold of you or oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my uh, still coming off the chaperone thing. If you need to reach me, my phone number is zero eight zero five four five zero two three eight two. 805-450-2382 Citywide Merchant Solutions Nice Love I think it. we have her commercial up there right now yep. Yay! Yay! We've got a commercial Yay! Erica, thank you so much for donating all that airtime yeah. to our local community It's so appreciated Aww. And Dr. D, I mean the commercials are beautiful They're, they're fun and interesting to listen to D killed smashes it out of the park. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. D. With a yes. Very, a wide variety of group of people to come in here. It's yes. great. It's yes. great. It's great. We have the uh, positive we have um, the positive report. Positive report. Yeah. That was the last one that he just shot up mm-hmm. there. It's really nice on um she's just a beautiful person. It's nice to know Renee and uh She's just awesome. And then Lisa Black, of course. We have our own in-house esthetician. And stop looking at my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what I got like noblies. What are they called? Melia. Melia. Yeah. Stop looking at them. <laughs> Can you see it? until you brought them to see? our attention. <laughs> well, it's nice. <laughs> I didn't, what is that? It's a... It's the accumulation a, of oil, bacteria, and... Dirt. Thank you. And it... Sorry. It's raining. I know. It's on, less, on, it, on. I'm going to poke you with it. Well, I had <laughs> one. And all of a sudden, I guess it was missing the other eyes. So, like, it jumped or something. Well, we're going to fix it tomorrow. I'm going to fix you tomorrow. You guys yeah. pain in it. Yeah. It's going to hurt? <laughs> no. No? It's all right. Okay. No. Uh, I told you that I, I I have a new friend, right? Now, I have you now. I'm so excited. Okay, next to my... Well, my mom's in spirit. She's She must be just looking down upon us because now I have the most amazing esthetician in Lisa Black. And then I have Qua, my pedicurist, okay, at Star Nails. On Caliriel, Qua is his name. I'm so excited. All right. And I don't like boast when I have somebody amazing like you. Okay. I don't really like, oh, guess what? I have Lisa Black. Okay. But I am. <laughs> but so I am. And then I have Qua. Right. Have I stopped talking about Qua? <laughs> no, you're very happy. <laughs> I know. He just, he had me at squishing my feet with the hot towel. He cracked your toe. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's crack a toe. Crack a toe. He cracked my toe. I haven't had my toe cracked since 88. Santa Barbara, we love you. Make somebody happy today. God bless. See you next week. Look at this. Oh, wow. Look at this.